Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, five phone in. Good morning. A lot of talk on the program between 9 and 10 about the deselection of Jim Wells, who's served the DUP for decades in South Down, but they're now getting rid of him. Uh, Jim Wells is on the phone. Jim, good morning. Good morning, Frank. In relation to these three terms, Jim Wells, which order would you put them in with regard to how you feel? Frustration, anger, disappointment. What, what order do they come in? Intense disappointment, uh, Frank, about how things have panned out. Uh, I've been involved in the party for 46 years. I've been at Stormont for 27 years, a councillor for 17. Probably one of the most experienced uh, people in the party, and suddenly it's just all come crashing down um, in this last 72 hours, and uh, just terribly disappointing. You mentioned it coming crashing down, and I'm going to use a term that people used between 9 and 10 when they were contacting us, and it is really relevant to what you've just said. It's just come crashing down. And I don't mean to be insulting by saying this, but the term has been used. That's exactly what happened to the dinosaur. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Frank, for for your support. Okay, yeah, people could describe me as a dinosaur because I believe in marriage, I believe in protecting the rights of the unborn child. Yes, by all means, but I believe that there are quite a large number of people in Northern Ireland who still hold to those views. I know you don't, but there are many people throughout the country who do, and I think they had a right to be represented. And uh, I make no apology whatsoever for standing over those views and would continue to do so. Yeah, don't jump to a conclusion as to my views, because I've never expressed my views uh, to you, so I'm not expressing them on, on this radio programme either. In relation to you and where you go from now, the DUP obviously see how you've held to your beliefs and how you've been intransigent in, in many ways, your critics would say, that it is time for you to go the DUP are doing that because they see the writing on the wall for people who hold opinions like you tend to hold, Jim. You're becoming a well a liability to them. Well, I've, I polled 8,000 votes at the last election in South Down. I have never had any trouble getting re-elected. I've got the full support of my South Down DUP association. I don't believe I would have won the seat easily at the next election. So therefore... Certainly, as far as South Down's concerned, my views have caused me absolutely no difficulties. And indeed, I can't actually pinpoint a single vote I've lost because of my views. So therefore, 
it, okay, it's okay for the intelligentsia in Belfast uh, to, to, to take that view, but the reality is there's still an awful lot of people, uh, devout Christians, churchgoers, who, who hold to my point of view, and somebody has a right to represent their position. Will you stand against Diane Forsyth in South Down and ask the electorate to reinsert you in Stormont? No, because I am supporting Edwin Putz to stand in South Down. Um, Edwin uh, is putting his name forward to the Central Executive Committee as an alternative to Diane. Uh, that meeting will probably be held in a couple of weeks' time, and that's the final and ultimate decision-making party, body in the party is the Central Executive Committee. Yes, and that's why I ask you, will you stand against Diane Forsyth in South Down if she gets rubber-stamped after this intervention from Edwin Putz? Well, first of all, I'll not be standing against Edwin Putz, and I'm absolutely confident that he will get the selection. So you no, you, you believe no plan. you you believe Diane Forsyth, even though she is seen as a progressive face and voice within the Democratic Unionist Party, she's a female representative that may succeed in South Down. You think they will overthrow her even before the election? We we can't start overthrow. That's quite dramatic, Frank. Uh, you've been slightly belligerent, if you don't mind me saying so. The reality the reality is that we cannot leave someone with the experience and knowledge and the ability of Edwin Putz on the sidelines in this crucial election. It is absolutely vital that his name is on the ballot paper. Well, put it on the ballot and paper in, in, in Lagan Valley then. He has pledged his, his support to, to stand in South Down. He do, does with my full endorsement and I will be campaigning for Edwin Putz and I'm confident he will win the South Down seat. You sound as if you're confident that he will be standing in South Down, but the evidence at the moment would suggest that he's not going to be there. Well, I would think, Frank, I would know the internal workings of the Central Executive Committee slightly better than one of Northern Ireland's leading radio presenters. And what I can tell you is that I've taken soundings over the weekend, and there are many people in the Central Executive Committee, which is 130 people, who are members of it, and they cannot envisage a situation where somebody as strong and as able and as experienced as Edwin Putz is left on the sidelines on May the 5th. It's absolutely vital that we run that candidate. I think he's a very good fit for South Down because of his, the work that he's done for the agricultural community and the fishing industry, and he has my 100% support. Why are you so against Diane Forsyth? I believe we need somebody with huge experience to fight this election. Secondly, we cannot fight it without Edmund Putz. No other political party would sideline its most experienced executive minister, someone who's given 35 years to the party, who's been a, a leading light in local government, the vice chair of the party and a former leader. It's absolutely unimaginable that Edmund Putz's name would not be on the ballot paper on May the 5th. But then why does he not have the confidence, if he is like you describe him, why does he not have the confidence to win the seat in Lagan Valley? Because he has opted for South Down. With my blessing, can I tell you? I, am, people, I want to make it absolutely clear that Edwin Putz has, has behaved with total integrity throughout this process. And the people, the association, my own association, which has given me 100% backing, met on Saturday night, and they're giving their 100% support to Edwin Putz to be their candidate. Would it not be better for the DUP if they had given Donaldson and Poots in Lagan Valley all getting elected and Forsyth, Diane Forsyth in South Down? Well, 
I st- still think whoever stands in South Down has to be an experienced candidate. And uh, therefore, I, I, it's such a, a difficult election for so many complex issues. I think it, it requires experienced heads uh, and, a, and a lot of uh, background knowledge to fight that election. And I think Edward puts as that person. In South Down, in unionist quarters, Diane Forsyth has a good name. I'm sure she has, but I still think in this election you can't leave someone of the ability of Edwin Putz not standing. So let's presume that it is Diane Forsyth in the end and not Edwin Putz. As I asked you before and I'll ask you again, will you stand against her? I have no plans to stand against her. And is this now the end of Jim Wales as an elected representative? Well, I, I suspect you're right, yes. I suspect you're right. And how, how does that make you feel? Uh, terribly disappointed. Terribly disappointed. It's not the way I would want it to have ended. Um, uh, what I can say to you is that Enoch Powell said that all political careers end in failure, and I suppose I was a bit naive to believe that mine would be any different. And a sad person that I am, I've actually counted up 70 politicians in my lifetime in Northern Ireland whose careers have ended in failure. People who've, you know, you know, people like Basil McCraig, Colin McDevitt, Katrina Rowan, Mark Durkin, people whose careers just crashed, just crashed around them for various reasons. And um, obviously, unfortunately, I'm no different. They all went on to do a variety of different things. What is Jim Wells going to do next? Like your job, Frank. <laughs> I know I've been serious about it. I do enjoy radio. I enjoy interviews, not particularly with you, I must say, but with other commentators. I enjoy being interviewed, and I would like to continue in some role with, say, punditry or commentary. I, I, I don't know if I'll be wanted or not, but certainly that wouldn't be a full-time career, but would certainly be a step in the right uh, direction. And um, uh, it may open new opportunities. I don't know at the minute. It's all very confusing because this has only happened in the last 72 hours. Yeah, I'm interested in why you don't enjoy an interview with this programme. Because you're quite antagonistic at times, um, uh, Frank, and sometimes I get the impression that uh, you, you, sometimes your neutrality would drop when you're speaking to me. But I'm not holding that against you because I do face even more formidable opponents. I'm just wondering where my neutrality drops when I ask relevant questions of a long-serving member of the Democratic Unionist Party. Well, you and I, Frank, know we've had long interviews about another subject where we definitely do not agree upon. Uh, yes, <laughs> I have no doubt that this is going to be have something to do with sport. GAA. Uh, you think the sun shines out of the eyes of Park, and I don't, but we've had many a battle about that. But, uh, and also, you say you, you, you took part in a gay pride parade in Belfast. So I think that indicates where you're coming from on this issue. And what is wrong, by the way, with taking part in the gay pride parade in Belfast or anywhere else? Because I think, Frank, as a, a leading interviewer, I think you should remain neutral and impartial on these controversial issues. And I shouldn't show support at all for people who seek a form of equality, and there is only one form of equality, and that is yeah. equality itself. Yes, but Frank, you can hardly take part in the gay pride parade and then interview me impartially on that issue, because you've shown your colours. Well, I'm very, very happy to show my colours, Jim. Very, very happy. Every colour of the well, rainbow, more than happy to, to show them, having a, no problem whatsoever 
having carried out a number of interviews with you since then, and indeed, no doubt, in the future when you become a political commentator, I will carry out other interviews with you in the future also. But to get back to what we're really talking about, and it is Jim Wells today looking at possibly being unemployed for the first time in the best part of how many years did you say best part of 40 years 46 46 years years. involved in the party for 46 years is that is that possibly a pitch that you're making for some form of recognition would you consider the house of lords (laughs) i don't think that's on the table at the moment Uh, i I think um a a more chance of taking over the frank mitchell show um no, I, I don't know. There's been nothing suggested, indicated. Um, uh, it's all. I mean, this is all happened from Thursday. That this is. This is. Um, yeah, but let me let me clarify why I say the House of Lords because some commentators are suggesting that Edwin Poots's next position will be the House of Lords, and of course he's been more successful within the DUP's inner circle than, than you have over the last four mm-hmm. years. But you've made a greater contribution to politics, whether people love or loathe you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You've made, if not a greater, polit- a greater contribution, as equal a contribution to politics as Edwin Poots. So if he's been considered possibly as a nod and a wink from Sir Geoffrey towards the House of Lords, why could you not be considered in the same way? Is there just too much bad blood between you and the boss? Well, you know, first of all, there's no, there's no bad blood between me and the boss. That's the first thing. Secondly, Edwin Poots' next seat will not be in the House of Lords. It'll be as the MLA for South Down at Stormont. And that's what I'm determined to ensure I'll be campaigning for him, as will the association, and we want Edwin as our representative instalment, and I think he'll make a very good MLA. And you've no sympathy at all for the position of Diane Forsyth if she is sidelined after her success of the weekend? Well, she's a young lady, she's got many other opportunities, but this is a crucial election, and I keep coming back to the question, would any other political party leave someone of Edwin's ability on the sideline at a crucial election? And the answer is no, they wouldn't. So therefore, it's absolutely imperative 
that he is the candidate standing on May the 5th. Yeah, as I say, we've gone round in circles on that one because he could stand in Lagan Valley or indeed he may be able to stand elsewhere. Many will argue that Diane Forsyth is the way the DUP should go. I know little about her other than reading about her and I do know that she is popular in unionist circles in South Down and she's also been described as progressive, something that the Democratic Unionist Party candidates don't tend to have at the top of their list when it comes to descriptive terms. If progressive is that you don't believe in killing the unborn child and you believe in the sanctity of marriage, that if that makes us unprogressive, it's guilty as charged. But there's many, many people who support those viewpoints, particularly in South Down. And the reality is Edwin Proots, I think, will resonate with the community in South Down. He's got an excellent name in the farming community, and I think he's a really good fit for the constituency. I'm very disappointed that I'm not going to be that person. I believe I could have won the seat, but the next option is Edwin, and he has my total support. And when is that final decision made in relation to Edwin or Diane? Uh, I think Friday weeks, the speculation that the Central Executive Committee, these 130 um, delegates, will make a final decision because nobody's been picked yet for anywhere. They make the final decision. This is just recommendations that are going up to them. And Edwin would have huge support amongst that body. In fact, the last time his name went forward for leadership, he won by 73 votes to 29. So it does indicate that there is a lot of people in that group who are very supportive of him. Is it not, however, going to reflect poorly on the Democratic Unionist Party in relation to their attitude and the image of women within the party? We have some excellent women candidates, uh, like from this Joanne Bunting, uh, a lady I have an awful lot of time for. Deborah Erskine, a very young, new representative for Hermana South Tyrone. Michelle McAveen, of course, is the Minister for Education. We have a really good, strong team of women. And so therefore, uh, you know, and I believe on, on merit, I think those individuals are all there because they're the best candidates for the position. So therefore, the, and of course, we, we, you know, we've, we've had women at senior positions throughout the party. So, no, I mean, I, I wouldn't read that into it at all. I, though, of course, we're trying to attract more women. But I still think this is such a crucial election that, that experience will count. And why are you so keen to bat for Edwin when Edwin doesn't seem to be doing any batting whatsoever for you? It's tactics. Um, simple as this, Frank. We both could both put our name forward uh, for selection for South Down um, on Friday week, but Edwin has a much greater reach. He's better known. Um, he has done such an excellent job in the farming community. We think that will resonate with rural areas. And he has better personal contacts. I have sort of been marooned in South Down for many years, so I haven't built up the links that he has throughout Northern Ireland. So I think he's a better chance. And, on, that. and what's in it for Jim Wells if Edwin Poots becomes the South Down MLA? Does he employ you then? Do you become his sidekick? No, what's in it for you financially? I wouldn't have thought there's anything in it for me. It's just I want to hand over after 27 years to a person I know has got the experience to continue the work in South Down. And I think that person's Edwin Poots. And you'd be heartbroken? Is that too strong a term if it's Diane Forsyth? I, I want it to be Edwin Pitts. So you could possibly be heartbroken if it's Diane for I, Mickey, 
making no comment on it, I want to hand over to someone I know continues the work that I've been doing for 27 and a half years, and I have no doubt that Evan Foots fits the bill. Okay, Jim Wells, I really appreciate your time, and I'm sure there are many people who voted for you over the years in South Down who will richly appreciate your contribution to politics, and needless to say, there'll be others who'll be shouting at the radio the very fact that we have you on, but you always made time for us, and I appreciate you coming on this morning. Thank you very much. Okay, thanks. Thank you. That is uh, Jim Wells uh, with us here on the U105 phone-in. Your opinions on what he's been saying, very welcome. The U105.